Thank you for joining us on Radio Maria. We're now going to broadcast a program from 2021. This is a rebroadcast of our Padres Hour, uh, led by our then priest director, Father Sam Randall, who is currently in Melbourne in Australia, getting Radio Maria Australia up and off out of the ground. Now, today's program is uh, Father uh, Sam speaking to a representative of Stella Morris. This week on Radio Maria, we are celebrating this apostleship of the sea and the good work they do. We are building up towards Sunday, July 10th, Sea Sunday. So again, enjoy this program. Do email us at info at radiomariaengland.uk if you'd like to share your story with us as well. And we'll share it with everyone else. So enjoy this Padres Hour for today. Hello, I'm Father Sam Randall, and you are listening to Radio Mirror England and our programme Padres Hour. Last month, we highlighted the work of the pontifical organisation Aid to the Church in Need and their Red Wednesday campaign. This week, we're continuing a global focus, and we are now considering the wonderful work of Stella Maris. Stella Maris is a Catholic organisation which shares with our radio station and particularly devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary. It exists to support the seafaring community through a network of chaplains and volunteers, and every year they help thousands of seafarers, providing practical, emotional, and spiritual support. Each year, churches around the world celebrate Sea Sunday. This is when the church gathers to pray for seafarers and to thank them for the vital role that they play in all of our lives. We are dependent on them for the transportation of essential goods, and this year more than ever. Seafarers are making huge sacrifices to ensure food, medicine and essential goods continue to be delivered to our ports globally. And because of the Covid crisis, many of the seafarers have been away from home for much longer than they expected. These dedicated professional seafarers can be tired or isolated, they can be anxious about the future and they've been absent from loving families for a long time. So here at Radio Murray England, we're showing our support and appreciation for seafarers. We're going to be broadcasting Mass with Bishop Philip Egan from the Diocese of Portsmouth, from St. John's Cathedral, Portsmouth, on the 20th of December. However, you could choose to celebrate seafarers on any day of the year, and you need to continue to pray for them and support them, not just on Sea Sunday. Truly Thou art a star, O Mary. Our Lord, indeed Himself, Jesus Christ, He is the truest and chief star, the bright and morning star, as St. John calls Him. That star which was foretold from the beginning as destined to rise out of Israel, and which was displayed in figure by the star which appeared to the wise men in the east. Mary, 
But if the wise and learned, and they who teach men injustice, shall shine as stars for ever and ever, if the angels of the churches are called stars in the hands of Christ, if he honoured the apostles, even in the days of their flesh, by a title, calling them the lights of the world, if even those angels who fell from heaven are called by the beloved disciples stars, if, lastly, all the saints in bliss are called stars, in that they are like stars, differing from stars in glory, therefore, most assuredly, without any derogation from the honour of our Lord, is Mary his mother, called the Star of the Sea. Hail then, Star of the Sea, we joy in the recollection of thee. Pray for us ever at the throne of grace. Plead our cause, pray with us, present our prayers to thy Son and Lord, now and in the hour of death, Mary, be thou our help. Amen. So, welcome to today's Padres Hour. Uh, I've got with me Martin Foley, who's the Chief Executive Officer for Stella Maris. Thank you very much, Martin, for joining us here on Radio Maria England. It's a pleasure, Father Sam. Great. Uh, the Bible is full of scripture stories of fishermen. Um, of course, the sea is is the sort of symbol of chaos, isn't it? And uh, but yeah. um, it's interesting to me, and I don't know whether people make much of it. The fact that um, the early early disciples, many of them, were fishermen. Yes, uh, and I think that's significant, really, uh, because of this notion of the sea as the sort of symbol of chaos and disorder. And go yeah, on. Yeah. I'm sure you thought about that. <laughs> yes, we have. And, and we're very much aware that, that we are rooted in Scripture, you know, in the Gospels. And, you know, we are, as a mission of the church, are inspired by that. Um, this is a mission of the church that is officially 100 years old. But mm. it's, in reality, <laughs> this mission is thousands years old. Yeah. Yeah, 2,000 years old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. I like the way that um, that the apostles, uh, not only were fishermen, but their successors like St. Peter, um, yeah, sort of as a sort of fisherman. Um, mm. I, I remember reading a book about uh, um, the Pope and he talked about the shoes of the fishermen. It was beautiful. Yeah. So that link with the sea is very, very important. But here in, in England, we've got particular reasons to thank Stella Maris, I think. Um, we're not like, say, a country like Switzerland, which is landlocked. We depend on the <laughs> sea. Uh, we're defined by the sea, really, in many ways. Even our language. 
So it's very appropriate uh, that this should be a chaplaincy of the sea, Stella Maris. Now, uh, could you share with us something of the history of Stella Maris, please, Martin? Yeah, of course, Father Sam. So as we were just discussing, you know, our roots go back 2000 years to, to the Gospels. And, and in the intervening period, there have been a number of manifestations of this mission to seafarers and to fishermen and their families. But the, the first sort of organized um, manifestation of this mission was really found in Glasgow, so not too right. far away, um, in 1920, when a group of laymen and women who attended Mass at the Jesuit Church of St. Aloysius in the heart of Glasgow uh, collaborated with some clergy from St. Aloysius to provide support to the seafarers who they encountered in the docks in Glasgow. They'd noticed that there were a number of Protestant uh, missionaries active within the port of Glasgow and thought it was about time that the, the Catholic Church did something to help support the faith of the seafarers visiting the port of Glasgow. And so that's where this mission formally uh, began. Um, and then it's really taken off since then and now spans the globe. All right. Um, you know, in over 50 countries, uh, 300 odd ports. Um, but I think we should take pride in the fact that this mission of the church was first formally established in Glasgow. Yeah, that's wonderful. So there's not equivalent um, Catholic missionary agencies uh, for, for seafarers. There's not something else, Spanish or something. Or... No, we, we're all part of the Stella Maris network formerly apostleship of the sea right. and you'll find us wherever there's a a port a large port in a country around the world you will find stella maris okay. um, either the chaplain or volunteers a seafarer center or all of the above right you'll find us it's uh, a great mission of the church uh, we have one of the chaplains julian wong uh, on radio Mary england now he presents a program live each thursday prayers for seafarers and he he's actually shared with us how he joined Stella Maris. Martin, could you share then how you got involved with it? With... Yes, of course. Um, well, I, I was um, born and, and brought up a, a Catholic um, and uh, went to university to study law and qualified as a solicitor. And after a couple of years, I discerned that being a sister wasn't for me. So I went back to do some further postgraduate studies and then found my way into the murky world of politics. Uh, and I started working for David Alton, Lord Alton of Liverpool, who is a, a personal inspiration of, of mine. And it was really through that work with David Alton and um, various parliamentarians that I was exposed to the charity world. Um, and so I, I left uh, my work in, in Westminster to work for Life, the, the pro-life charity. Uh, and I, I was there for just under five years um, before I was privileged to take on this position uh, with Stella Maris. And I've been with the charity now for over 10 years. Wow. Okay. Well, wow, that's wonderful. Um, a completely different tack now, just about the pandemic. It's had an extraordinary effect on the world, on globally, on people's livelihoods. Of course, 
people have died, but also on the economy and our social lives. Many people have had their lives changed by all of this uh, income dropped or loss of income at uh, children's schools, of course, and people being yes. isolated and vulnerable. I'd like we'd like to know how the pandemic has affected seafarers. It's had a significant impact upon seafarers uh, and fishers. One thing that's worth bearing in mind, and we can very often overlook this, is that throughout this whole pandemic, you know, our supermarket shelves have been stocked. Mm. When shops have been open, I don't know, not all shops are open at the moment in, in uh, the UK, but they've been well stocked. And that's because those goods, those products have been brought to our shores on ships by seafarers. Right. So the maritime industry has kept going during this pandemic mm. to ensure that we can continue to enjoy our, our way of life. Seafarers have kept going. And because of the pandemic, there are at the moment estimated to be 400,000 seafarers who are out there on the high seas, on ships, whose contracts have expired, who are working beyond their contracts, who are unable to return home wow. because of the closure of airports, and because of the travel restrictions and the lockdowns that are in place in many countries around the world. Initially, seafarers, when, when the pandemic first broke, I would say in February, March this year, um, seafarers were willing to accept you know, a short extension to their contracts mm. because they recognised the difficulty of the situation. But now you know, we're six months plus yeah. down the line, and this is having a significant impact on both the, the, the physical and the mental well-being of, of seafarers and, and their families. Yeah. And there are also, again, seafarers who are wanting to join ships, who are unable to join those ships. So throughout this pandemic, we, along with many others, have been calling upon governments around the world to recognise seafarers as key workers yeah. and enable them to transit to and from airports so important to the health and well-being mm. of, of seafarers. And Pope Francis has, has offered strong leadership on this particular issue. You know, he, during this pandemic, I think he's issued now two or three messages in support of seafarers. And the, the prayers of all Catholics are an are enormous source of consolation and support to seafarers. We know that because that's what the seafarers tell us where our chaplains like Julian visit them on their ships. Mm. There's, there's no end in sight at the moment, is there? No immediate. We can't put a date in the diary. So it's just going to be an ongoing struggle. It, it is. Uh, and I know that you know, obviously many of, of your listeners will be struggling at the moment. Mm. There is no end in sight. You know, we're all praying that there'll be a, a vaccine and that we will be able to resume some form of, of normality. Um, seafarers, like the rest of us, are desperate for this to end. Of course. But they are an essential service. They are. They are, they are key workers. Mm, um, because some years ago, um, I think, that, well, no, earlier this, this year, when, when, you know, supermarkets, people were, uh, what's, the, what's the, the word? They were panic buying. Mm. Um, and the, ship, the, the shelves were restocked thanks to the work of seafarers 
on ships all yeah. around the world. Yeah. And, you know, we say this, uh, you know, when we speak in parishes, when we deliver appeals, that without the work of seafarers, we would starve. So, you know, when we eat, um, when we use our phones, watch TV, we should give thanks, say a prayer of thanks for the work of seafarers, for their sacrifices. Yeah, and it is, it is now sacrifices. Yes. Um, you, you depend on volunteers a lot, don't you? Rather like Radio Murray England. Volunteers are yeah. key to your ministry and mission. Um, I think, indeed, uh, that Chaplain Julian is, is one of your volunteers, isn't he? No, Julian is actually a, a paid port chaplain. Is but he? Okay. We are, you're right, Father Sam. We, we are very much dependent on our volunteers. We have a wonderful uh, team of over 100 volunteer ship visitors mm-hmm. um, who give of themselves their time to reach out to seafarers, to support them. These are men and women drawn from Catholic parishes who perhaps have responded to an appeal on Sea Sunday or have seen an advertisement in their parish bulletin. And they really are, are the lifeblood of Stella Maris. They're inspirational people who um, are, are, are giving of themselves, sharing their faith um, with seafarers. But they also gain a lot as well because it's, you know, if any of your listeners are interested in learning more, it's a wonderful volunteer opportunity because, um, you know, you, you don a hard hat, a high-vis jacket, and you're out uh, in all weathers, in ports around the coast of, of England, meeting men and women drawn from all four corners of the world. And you never quite know what to expect when you're visiting a ship. So it's a really interesting uh, volunteer opportunity. You won't be stuffing envelopes. Let's, let's put it that way. <laughs> it sounds exciting. Thank you for joining me, Father Sam, for Padres Out. Today, I'm speaking with Martin Freeman. Martin is the CEO of Stella Maris. And Martin has been sharing with us how the pandemic has affected seafarers this year. Is there anything you would like to say about chaplains? I think chaplains are an integral part of the church's mission. You know, um, we are, Stella Maris, a missionary organisation with a focus on evangelization. And I think chaplaincy, both in a maritime context and more generally in schools, hospitals, prisons, can be an overlooked area of mission. We can be quite parochial. We focus on uh, parish mission, which obviously is vitally important. But what chaplaincy does is it reaches out beyond the parish walls to those who might never darken the door of a church Mm. or might only come to church infrequently. And, you know, we are ambassadors for Christ to to quote St. Paul. Um, And in an increasingly secular age, I think chaplaincy has a vitally important role to play in bringing the church to not only our fellow Catholics, but also to to people of of other faiths and none. a chaplain, and again, this is something that chaplains like Julian and, and Father John will be well aware of. When you're when you're traveling around the port, 
know, with your high-vis jacket on. You're, you, you know, you, you're quite noticeable and people know who you are and they know who you represent. So that brings with it certain risks, of course, but I prefer to see them as opportunities yeah. to, to share our faith with others, right. both by word and deed. Now, Stella Morris is definitely a Catholic chaplaincy, but when you start talking about, say, your, um, prison chaplaincies or hospital chaplaincies, um, they tend to be sort of um, multi-faith, don't they? Yes. So well, how does that play out? How does that particular um, challenge play out for Stella Morris? Well, we're very proud of our Catholic identity. We are rooted in the mission of the church. But because we're rooted in that mission, we believe we are there to serve all. Mm. All seafarers and fishermen, regardless of their faith or their, their lack of faith, um, we meet you know, many Christian seafarers during the course of our work. We also meet seafarers who are Muslim, Hindu, Buddhist, or have no faith. We don't go on board looking for the Catholics to serve them exclusively. We're there to serve all, but we try to do that without any dilution of who we are and where we're coming from. No. We, we, you know, we, we do this because we are Catholic, not mm. because the people we serve might be Catholic. That's wonderful. Unashamedly Catholic, open in love to all people. Exactly. Um, we've talked a bit about the coronavirus and it's very hard to make plans for the future. But what are your what are the upcoming events? Things like Sea Sunday or something. I expect that's still going on. Could you share some of that about? What yes, of course. Um, well, this year, uh, because of the pandemic, Sea uh, Sunday uh, has been postponed and it will now take place in parishes in England on Sunday, the 20th of December. Right. Uh, now, we don't know whether churches will be open for public mass mm. on the 20th of December. If they are, wonderful. Um, if not, um, then people will join uh, mass via live stream. But what we can do, regardless of whether churches are open or not, is to pray uh, for, for seafarers um, and their families on that particular day. Um, as we're in our centenary year now as well, we um, also plan next year, again, COVID permitting, to have masses in various uh, churches um, around uh, the coast, really, of, of England, where we have our supporters and our volunteers who can gather to pray for our mission. And we're also planning uh, a sailing event um, a Marian-themed sailing event as part of our centenary uh, commemorations to a sail from Walsingham um, through to Our Lady of the Taper Shrine in Cardigan in Wales uh, via the south coast of England and taking into account um, Our Lady of Boulogne in, in northern France. Mm. So, again, this is part of our effort to envelop this centenary year in prayer to, to, to through the intercession of Our Lady, our yeah. patron star of the sea. Yeah. Um, normally, things like Sea Sunday are an occasions to raise income for, um, well, Stella Maris. Is that yes. right? I mean, so this must have had a terrible effect, the coronavirus, as it has on all charities. How has it affected Stella Maris? Yeah, uh, there's no denying it's had a, a big impact on our finances. Um, 
our supporters have responded with great generosity during recent months. Um, and I would like to express my thanks to the, the, the many hundreds, thousands of people who've, who've you know, responded very generously um, to our appeals for support uh, for seafarers and fishers and their families. Obviously, on Sea Sunday, a second collection would normally be taken in Catholic churches to support the work of yeah. Stella Maris. Yeah. Now, that may or may, may or may not be taken on the 20th of December. But if people visit our website, um, they'll find they can give uh, electronically, via text, via direct debit. There are a number of ways in which people can give digitally. And I would invite people to consider uh, supporting our, our mission uh, on or around Sea Sunday. Okay. Could you share your website address for anyone who's listening yes. or any other contact details you've got so that people yep. can get in, in, in touch, find out what's going on and, and support? They can. Um, the web address is www.stellamaris.org.uk. And if you visit our website, you'll there find all of the links to our various social media accounts, including Twitter, um, Facebook, and our, our photo library on, on Flickr. It's all there on our website. You can sign up for our newsletter, our electronic newsletter. Um, you can find out more about how you can pray for seafarers and also how you can volunteer with us. Wonderful. Uh, you said, said about prayer. I wonder if we could conclude uh, with the Stella Maris prayer. Uh, Martin, have you got the same prayer? Uh, I, we've got this one off your website. And, yes. Uh, um, I don't want to do the wrong prayer for you. So uh, no, it, is it the same? It, yeah. Yes, it is. Okay, if you great. don't mind, Father Sam, uh, we've also, um, well, Father John um, has written a centenary prayer. Ah, good. Um, so if you don't mind, I'd like to um, uh, pray that particular prayer. Do. Um, and then, and do we do this one as well together? Okay, let's do this one together and then I'll, I'll, I'll read yeah, the centenary let's prayer. Let's do this in... In the name of the Father, the Son, and the, Holy, and Spirit. the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O Mary, star of the sea, star of the sea light, guide, light of every, every ocean. nation, guide seafarers across. Sea I'll do this. Across. It's a bit odd. Shall oh. I do this on my own, Martin? It's not okay. working technically. So I'll do this on my own. Then you do okay. yours. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So let's pray. O Mary, star of the sea, light of every ocean, guide seafarers across all dark and stormy seas that they may reach the haven of peace and light prepared in him who calmed the sea. As they set forth upon the oceans of the world and cross deserts of our time, show them, O Mary, the fruit of your womb, for without your Son we are all lost. Pray that they will never fail on life's journey, that in heart and mind, in word and deed, in days of turmoil and in days of calm, they will always look to Christ and say, Who is this that even the wind and say, Obey him? Our Lady of the Sea, Pray for them. Yes. Amen. So to you, Martin. Thank you, Father Son. Um, o Mary, star of the sea, as we celebrate with prayer and devotion the centenary of this apostolate of silent service with the greatest of compassion and love, we humbly ask you, O Holy Mother of God, to guide always and everywhere all people of the sea and those who care and minister to them. O Virgin most powerful, as we sail upon the stormy seas of life, we pray, come to our aid. Help us to remain steadfast and be for all seafarers and fishers across the waters of this earth and their families, the Ark of the Covenant, gently navigating the ship of faith, the church, to a port of safe haven in Jesus Christ. 
O Mary of the Morning Star, continue to be the consolation and sure hope to enlighten our hearts and minds so that we may never lose or stumble in our faith in keeping a firm and fixed compass bearing on your Son, our Lord, who is, who was, and will ever be our true and only salvation for all eternity without end. Amen. Amen. So may the Lord protect you and keep you all safe. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you now and evermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Martin, and uh, we'll keep Thank you. you no, we'll keep you in your prayers. So we're going to hear lots more from Stella Maris uh, this month, and of course, continue to to listen to Chaplain Julian Wong. Wonderful. Bless you then. Thank you, Father Sam. Now to follow him 
sacrifice for you In view of love so true We are changed when you We bring our lives to you A sacrifice for you In view of love so true We are changed when you This is our God The servant king He calls us now To follow him To bring our lives As a daily offering Of worship to The servant king I invite you now to say a prayer with me For Stella Maris And for the seafarers In England and around the world O Mary, star of the sea, light of every ocean, guide seafarers across all dark and stormy seas that they may reach the haven of peace and light, prepared in him who calmed the sea. As we and they set forth upon the oceans of our world and cross the deserts of our time, show us, O Mary, the fruit of your womb, for without your Son and his love we are lost. Pray, Mary, for us that we will never fail on our life's journey, and that in heart and mind, in word and deed, in days of turmoil and in days of calm, we will always look to Christ and say, Who is he that the wind and sea obey him? Bright star of the sea, guide us. A short litany to Our Lady Star of the Sea. Our Lady Star of the Sea, pray for us. Our Lady, Mother of Families, pray for us. Our Lady, Mother of Sorrow, pray for us. Our Lady, Mother of Justice, pray for us. Our Lady, Mother of the Lonely, pray for us. Our Lady, Mother of Joy, pray for us. Our Lady, Mother of Hope, pray for us. Our Lady, Blessed Among All Women, pray for us. Our Lady, Mother of God, pray for us. And Our Lady, help of Christians, pray for us. Let us pray. Father, give to your people the joy of continued health in mind and body, and with the prayers of the Virgin Mary to help us, guide us all through this life to eternal happiness. Amen.
Thank you for joining us for this Word of Life for today. As mentioned, tomorrow's Word of Life will have Bishop Philip Egan sharing with us his, his experiences with supporting the chaplains and the Diocese of Portsmouth with Stella Morris.